You just said it's so bad. What's so bad? Your hair. I know, I know, it really is awful. And yet at the same time, the girls say they like it when it's long. Right, shall we say hello and welcome to the podcast? Well, I don't know, shall we? See if you can. Hello and welcome shall, to the shall podcast. We take, have you had a whiskey? No, I wish I'd bloody had. I wish I'd had six. Mm. Um, we thought we would talk about letting yourselves go within a relationship because I think Mark and I can honestly both admit that we have. We're not talking about weight. We're not talking about any of that stuff. We're just talking about general letting go, not bothering enough. Which is going to be a hard one because we've just already made a visual reference to my hair. So for anyone listening on the tube, on a train, in a car, whilst walking, my hair is wet from having just done a workout and it's long and it's uncut. I think the last time I had a styled haircut was exactly before lockdown. So it's about six months ago. So this is what happens to my hair after six months. And see, as a man, <laughs> I, I, think I'm, I think that's quids in. I think, great, I've had a vaguely presentable hair cut for nearly six months. That's brilliant economic value for money. You yesterday said you need to get your hair cut. Kiki went into a tailspin of, no, I like it when dad's hair is long. So what is the problem with my hair? So there's, I like your hair long, but there's a difference between it long and it just like hanging out. I mean, sometimes, can I be really, really honest with you? <laughs> Do you remember years ago, and believe you me, there's lots to say about me letting myself go as well. So this isn't like an attack on Mark. We're going to go... Am I going first or do you want to go yeah, first? Yeah, no, you're going first. Okay, so well, I would like first. to say that she does have hair that hangs down to her ankles. And it's not the hair on her head. You're <laughs> such an idiot. Go on then. Why can't you ever control yourself? <laughs> go on. Come on, people have got things to do. They're listening to us. They're squeezing us in but in, in their busy days. Say something. I'm just horrified by you. I can't yeah. believe I've got to talk well, to you I'm, now. Well, I was surprised when you platted them. Um, Mark, stop it. I mean it. Stop it. We're going to have to edit that out. Right. So, um, yeah. Years what? ago, we went through this stage with you, which I would describe as the grizzly bear stage. And it was <clears throat> awful. Right. And you have admitted this as well. You completely... It's often a sign of your mental health, I think. That's the thing. <laughs> and it's really weird because when I watch you as your partner and I watch you neglect the way that you looked, you look, I see it exacerbate your mental health stuff. So what comes first? The mental health or the exterior stuff? I don't know. What do you think? I don't know, actually. I mean, I think... I think they probably happen virtually at the same time and then they snowball mm. each other i mean like for example in a, a microscopic example of that this week i'm shaven today and i'd left myself unshaven for the longest period of time this week and it was a week in which i would think it was fair to say i felt hit by about three or four personal crises um, and as those crises hit me and i dealt with them i didn't feel like attending to the way I looked was part of what required my my energy or effort and yet then I looked at myself this morning and I looked utterly shambolic we go on YouTube a lot we are, are social media people you know we're known as a family YouTubing channel and 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 I sometimes edit stuff and I put on a pair of sort of almost blinkers when my face comes on screen because I just accept that I'm going to look shit 
Mm. I like to not look shit, and I'd like it. I like it sometimes when I look better than normal. But I just think it's a given that you're the eye candy, and I'm the kind of muppet that flaps around with kind of long and kent hair, and it's just kind of like it's very ordinary, and quite relatable. It's a bit much. Yeah. It's a bit too much. If I'm honest. Okay. It's gone too far the other way. Right. And the thing is, you know that period of time that I was talking about, and yeah, what when I we're remember in New Zealand, is, yeah. what I remember about that is, is months later, years later, whenever you see photos from that time, you've always said to me, why didn't you say anything? No, it's true. And I did, all the way along. Right. And this time, you know, through lockdown, like, I have got roots this long. I why think, do I yeah. keep neglecting them? Why do I not just do it? Mm. And I do think it's the most basic self-care. And I think, I don't think it's us taking each other for advantage of each other or taking advantage. each other for granted oh, sorry right. taking granted, each other yeah. for granted but i do think we should be more mindful of that because we just should like if we were newer in our relationship we would take more care of the way that we look now just by dint of the job i do i i will more often be sort of what's the word but you are not glammed up yeah. but I'll be more often I'll be I'll be I'll have been washed and brushed up kind of thing well that's my point I mean it is quite if I'm honest it's quite intimidating being in a relationship with someone who can go out and just come back looking sparkly and new all the time without, without <laughs> actually well without actually having to do anything yeah I mean different in lockdown granted because of course you've had to do your own makeup and everything but by and large the fact that if you're going to go out for a night you've got two or three sets of other eyes making sure you look okay what a great insurance policy that is for going out and looking nice. Um, it's not that there's a quid quo pro comparison, because I'm a bloke and it's different for blokes than it is for women. But at the same time, when you're the partner of someone who comes back home looking brand spanking new, it's, you know, sometimes I think, unless I was wearing a suit and tie and had my hair slicked back in a completely, because your hair looks like it's freshly done almost every day when you've gone into makeup and done stuff. Men just can't. Men can't look like they've been made up every day because people would think yeah. they look strange. This is the most appalling stream of excuses. No, I'm not giving excuses. I'm talking about a barber for 10 minutes. No, 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 I recognise that. would make a world that. of difference. Yeah, I agree. So you're running away from the conversation. No, no, but I think it's an interesting conversation to have yeah. more generally because I think... I think, can no, I be no, really honest? I think that's a bit pathetic. No, it's not a bit... Why? To use that as an excuse as no, to no, why no, you're not cut No, no, but we are, we are both <laughs> eternal... Rebels. We don't like to have to do anything. We don't like to be told to do oh, something. We don't like to conform to things. And I think it creeps into this a little bit. You don't have to, you know, there are occasions where you don't have to do anything. You are put through a process of various people who look after you and you come out looking squeaky clean and beautiful and lovely. And you'll often say, I'll keep my makeup on for a bit longer because of this. You and Kay joke about that. Lots of, lots of you loose women talk about, oh, you know, I'll keep this because it looks lovely and all that. Well, you don't, you can stay as, I don't mean lazy, because I'm not saying you are lazy about it, but you can be as sort of lackluster in your attention to looking after yourself as you want to be, because you know twice a week you're going to be looked after beautifully and you're going to come out probably being able to deal with the two days either side. But I don't understand why you're using this, which is a completely different life, to, to distract from what I'm saying to you, which is your mental health will go to a place yeah. you completely no, and utterly neglect the yeah. way that you look. That's got nothing to do with me having makeup twice, twice a week. Yeah. You totally neglect it. I mean, you have eyebrows coming down to here. You don't shave. Your hair goes completely mad. Then you get eczema. You get depressed because you get eczema. And it's just... 
it's just that thing of being with somebody for a long time and just seeing the circular mm. repetitiveness of something and watching how much it makes you go downhill. And you will often, you know, when we're filming on YouTube, you will just, I'll say to you, Mark, you, you know, you're just not going to, just a no. And I just wonder what that is. I think a part of it is kind of not wanting to care too much because I don't want to mm. be overly vain or overly I, I hate vanity, but I do think there's self-care. What are you saying? I look like a tramp. Sometimes. What do you mean sometimes? You do. Oh my God, that's nice, isn't it? I thought you liked that. And look. I don't think you would be like that if, I, if you were with, if you hadn't been married 16 years to me. Right. Do you? You know what, I can't even remember shaving when I first met you. I must have done. But I do think this is the thing that we all end up doing, isn't it? I mean, do I pluck my moustache as much as I used to? Well, thankfully, I'm older now, so my moustache so is how, So where do you feel you... Uh, well, this goes... This does feed directly into what I've just been saying. So where in the week do you feel like you make the effort or to look good or to attend to things? Well... There's a I difference, mean, I, I suppose, between management and then yeah, looking good, isn't there? Ma I'm talking about management with right, you. I don't right. think you manage yourself at all. At no, all. I, I would entirely agree. And I think you manage yourself better because you do always put a lick of something on every day, don't you? Yeah, I mean, the thing is, you don't like makeup. So I don't put no, full don't. makeup on every day. But I will always I wash my hair. Mm. I, you know, put a bit of moisturiser on. Mm. I will do the basics. Mm. The basics. Because, yeah, who wants to be glammed up every day? Do you know what I mean? It's, I'm not talking about looking schmoozy, ready to go. I'm talking about within a relationship, we all do it. All of us do it, where we just get complacent. We let our just partners... We let our partners see us in a way all the time that we wouldn't want but, other people to see us. And I, and I think that's a lovely part of a relationship, that you don't have to constantly be thinking about the way you look and whether you... But I do think that... All couples, well, majority of couples tip over. And let me tell you, I feel really sorry for those couples that have been together decades and they're still having to tart themselves up. And like, I don't want that. I like how well, that comfortable was what, that's what I was about to ask, though. There yeah. must be a balance between being extending to attention for the entire relationship oh, and oh being God. on edge. I get that. And then I realise it's not a binary thing that it's either that or looking like a tramp. Um, but... Um, like a few weeks ago... You had like three days in a row where you put something nice on. Do you remember? You yeah, put no, I really nice enjoyed it. No, and then I said, and I hot. said, oh, actually, I should put a few nicer things on as well. And we made an effort for about three days, mm. and then we stopped. Mm. And I think, as as again, often with lots of couples, one gets up, one puts workout gear on, one thinks it's going to work out, and then you just stay in it all day, and then it's. I just, I think we've tipped over into not making the effort at all. How much of that do you... Like, also... we never go out and get dressed up and wear anything nice. Like, sometimes, no. you know, I've got lots of lovely shoes upstairs. I've got, But it's, that's, again, because we've just got lazy. We go to the same place to eat. We go to somewhere where we don't need to dress up. We'll both say to each other, am I all right in just this? You know, mm. we both do that absolutely equally. It's not like you're bad and I feel really sad about it. I think we've both... and. And there well, is a balance it, because we're all very comfortable with each other. Well, there is a balance, but then it's also I think I'd probably run for the hills if that was the if that was our relationship most of the time because the last thing I want to do is be because however nice you make yourself, you're standing to attention. Which and I hate to go back to I hate to raise the thing, but when you go out and you're 
really nicely dressed up. More often than not, not always, but more often than not, you're not entirely comfortable. You're yeah. on show. And that's, I'm not you're talking on about edge. that. I think that's very occasionally. Yeah. But say, for instance, now you've got one of your really nice T-shirts on. Mm. Okay. What about the days when we wear the same thing for three days? Well, I could say that of you. That's I mean, what I'm sometimes, saying. We. Sometimes. We. Sometimes I've seen pairs of your um, tracksuit bottoms crawling up the stairs because they like you shed like a skin. And I found you. I find your boots. Why do you say? Why do you think it's all right to say these things that are so you just disgusting? Me that I'm a tree. You just said I look like a child. Shedding tram. my skin. No, not your skin. Excuse it's me. clothes. You know, like when you see clothes You're and the person. Oh. Hang on, and the person's been vaporized from them. It's like you've shed a skin like a snake. It's like literally you've just kind of climbed out. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, I'm saying you. Were, what do you think I was I'm saying? Giving, I just thought you were just. If I was listening to this podcast, I'd turn it off because it's just all so disgusting. Well, because about... I'm now talking about you. No, about shedding the skin. Yeah, no, I'm talking about how clothes left can look like an animal that's shed its skin because they, they're yeah. almost left as you've climbed down. And the position, like yeah, running what, out. Yeah, <laughs> like you, you always caricature my pile of, you know, workout gear in, in, the, in the toilet downstairs. My point is that, is, is there not a, a, a time when you've been in a relationship for a long time that even... Even if you're not making, okay, maybe enough of an effort, but you're not being slovenly, that familiarity means you see more of the blemishes, regardless of how much effort yeah, you Yeah, and I do think that's all right. Don't get me wrong. I, and, 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 you know, there is no person in this relationship that's doing it more than the other one. We're both as bad as each other. Well, I don't know. It feels like I'm worse than you. That's what you're saying. Why? Well, because... If I step towards it with you, you're like, you're outraged, yeah, you're you shocked. Go to disgusting things. I didn't go to anything disgusting. I, I, I used the analogy of a snake I missed, for clothes. I got, but because I, you've misunderstood it. You, you, yeah, but I did say I misunderstood it. Yeah. And, and I said I'm sorry. But so. you're inferring that by far I am the one who loses his ability to self-care and self-manage. I think we're, we're, we're both coming from a perspective that it's far more applicable to me. And I think... That's probably, by and large, if most couples are honest, the way it falls. I think men do resort back to just... I, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just it's more obvious for men, isn't it? Because you get, like, all unshaven and hair, like, just, like, just has no... See, I could leave my hair for months and... I've left my hair for as long as yours, but mine doesn't look... Well... Doesn't look sort of just forgotten about, whereas yours mm. does, you know? Mm. But that's just the male-female thing. Mm. So, you know, I could quite easily not shave my legs and nobody would know about it. But if you've got a beard, you know yeah. about it. So I do. But I, but I don't even think it's that. I just I think I see, for me, it gets painful because I see that you, that sort of low self-esteem in you builds the more you neglect that stuff. Mm. So that's just parked as a thing. I, I don't think, think it's... I think one of the things that's intriguing for men, and I think this might relate to some of that. We don't have many, I don't know if we have many men in marriages or couples that, that listen to this. But if there are any, I'd love to know if this is if this is apt or appropriate or, or, or relatable for people. One of the things I think that's always a strange moment for men in relationships is what I call the behind the scenes, the set dressing, what you start to witness. And I think in many regards, there's the self-care of how one looks, there's the self-care of how one presents and how one and manages. The mess. There's the ablutions, absolutely. And then there's the debris and the behind the scenes mm. detritus, if you like, of someone's mm. life. So you will present to the world often as this quite... A shithole no, 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 on YouTube quite, every no, no, quite, day. You know, nicely scrubbed up. But, like, for example, I went into the bathroom the other day and 
the bath water had been in there for absolutely ages and I could see that you'd been in the bath. And there are moments like that where in a very different way to your mm. physicality, the charm has gone because in a sense exactly. it is the debris that's left. Like you always say about my running gear in the, in the toilet downstairs or leaving the toilet seat up, it's a yeah. similar sort of thing. You know, yeah. and I think and like the side of my bed, the absolute yeah, mess of yeah. it. Or if I, I see a bra that for some reason has, has been used as a mop for something else, the charm <laughs> and wonder of a bra, which there is a charm and wonder to them for men, because we're just infants, really, is gone because it's been used as a rag. And you're like, well, how, how am I going to find that attractive? I suppose that is. It's the same as, like, when you see inside-out pants from a workout, your fella's been to the gym or he's done, and they're just on the bathroom floor. <laughs> the these gusset. Are, Gussets are never these, good. Like, whenever we have anyone round, I say to Mark, is there anything of yours in the dumpster? Yeah, hang on a minute. And the last time you did that, do you remember I posted something on Instagram when we very first got Instagram accounts? And you had knickers and bras in eight different places on the oh, landing. Oh, I'm the worst. I'm the worst. But that's where the you mystery, cannot compete that's where the, mystery the charm, the yeah. romance, the magic yeah, goes. Yeah, goes. Yeah, it does. That's why these people that have these gorgeous drawers that they roll out. And oh, their bras right. We're building folded. ourselves to a place of when you've got your cupboards, you'd be better. No, because I don't think I still... I'm never going to fold up a bra. <laughs> Life's too short. I just can't do it. I've tried to fold up bras before and it's just... I just want to cry. But... I mean, I find your eyelashes between my buttocks. I find your, your contact lenses in my pants. It's not... There's a difference there. You look gorgeous. But there's bits of you everywhere. And it's really weird. It's kind of in a different way. That's a kind of, what are we talking about here? Letting go, charm, the magic. I think another level of that as well is, and I, I totally agree, it's like sometimes when I go to bed and I see the side of my bed with all these cotton wool things where I've cleaned my makeup off and everything, it's horrible. It's like the magic of woman is completely yeah, gone. precisely. My, my... Magic of woman. The magic <laughs> my of woman. Magic. The but mystery my, is gone. Yeah, exactly. But my equivalent to that with you is you always saying disgusting things. Right, okay. Uh, that's my equivalent. And like when I go, Mark, it's because actually it's like... Like I cock really, womble. Yeah, I just wish you wouldn't <laughs> say these things. Like you go, oh, well, your eyelashes are like the crack of my ass. It just demystifies and demagicalizes a relationship. It does. But I do it because I love the response yeah, I get but, from you. It's like, I'm not your brother. True. That's that how you true. talk to your brother or your mate. But I don't know if you've actually noticed I've minimised that a lot but Not enough. <laughs> okay. So... It's like when people start, it's like, you know, I mean, we we do... I don't want to be... Because I, I worry this has become a bit too disgusting. It's going to make... Well, but like, say for instance, well, sort of wind, your bra. Like wind, we do... To expel winds in front of each other. Why are you pretending? Listen to her. <laughs> Listen to her. Are you seriously getting coy? All right, farting. You but fart I, like a trucker. Hang on a minute. That's what I'm saying. We both do that. And I just think sometimes it's I a bit too didn't. much. I, I don't think didn't. we should do I that. think we should stop. It means we're going to look like that a lot more. But I think we should stop. But our girls think it's at Utterly disgusting. They never, ever, ever fart. Never, ever do it. No, they ever. don't. And they really fart. are repulsed by us. They said you are absolutely disgusting. They think it's more repulsive when you do it. Well, okay, whatever. <laughs> but the thing is, those things, those things, I think, do chip away at relationships and do chip away at the romance that people have. And I think we all fall into it. And it's just human, too. It's mm. just human. And that's why, in a way, though, we're joking and laughing about this. 
This is actually quite a difficult conversation yeah, it because it's a bit embarrassing. Yeah, it you know, it's like, yeah. yeah, you know, everything that you've said about the way I leave the house or my contact lenses and this and that. What I would also say is I do think of these things. I think, God, it must be just like, and like when you say, when there's a horrible grey bra hanging off the edge of the mm. edge of the stairs or there's, you know, well, I don't know. Well, the magic just and the my clothes yeah. everywhere and everything. It's horrible. The magic and the mystery of bras has vaporised. I mean, it's no longer, I don't see them as a, a, a fabulously interesting way of... All right, don't. Now you see, you're going to go too far. I've stopped myself. You, but we all know what you were going to say. <laughs> so what kind of assurances can we give each other? What kind None, of guarantees? because we won't stick to any of them. Well, that's not good. Yeah, but we won't. Come inspiring, on. is it? Face it. Well, we need to. It's like I did when I when I made that commitment to wearing those shirts. Those yeah, days. for three days. Yeah, for three days. And, and then, then you didn't shave for another six no, weeks. No. But to be fair, the reason it stopped was we were then hit by the most almightiest heat wave that made it unbearable wearing anything with a collar or anything like that. But I, I'm, I don't think it's I'll about be, wearing a shirt. It's not time. just about wearing a shirt. I no, think I it's about like okay. What are the things that I say to you over and over shave, and shave over all the time. again? Right, and what's the other thing? Because it, I really don't like it. Eyebrows. Eyebrows. And what's the other thing? Leaving clothes in the downstairs toilet. Yeah, well, yeah, but no, the other thing. Um, <laughs> the other thing. At least you know them all. Uh, um, I really, really hate you wearing two pairs of glasses all glasses the time. Glasses on my head. Sometimes I look at you and I think, he's a complete fucking madman. Right. And you don't, I Some don't people... know who you are. Because you've got a pair of glass in your head, got a pair of glass in your head, like this. But and you're I... just like, and I'll say something, you're like, eh. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh my God. But can I just say in my defence, the only reason oh, I use glass. Defense, yeah, no, 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 but the only reason I ever use glass, not because I think it looks good. I use them as an Alice glass. band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I hate you wearing an Alice. I didn't want to be married to someone with an Alice band. With an Alice band here, with their hair falling forward like this all the time. Like completely I mad. Some people quite like that. But well, you don't. go and marry those people but then. You don't. I hate, I absolutely hate Alice bands on blokes. It's Joe one Wicks of my, one. it's one of Joe my one. pet hates is an Alice band. And now, by some default, I'm married to a man who wears an Alice band all the time. Sometimes with three pairs of glasses on. No, I know Because sometimes you have a pair of reading glasses on here, you have a pair of sunglasses oh, on, really and accurate. another pair of reading glasses on your head. Really it looks awful. Listen, you are a really lovely looking guy, right? You never believe that. And sometimes it feels like, to me, you almost want to go the other way because you don't like the way that you look. And I'm telling you, I like the way you look, but I don't like everything that you put around it to distract from that masses of hair, like sticking out sideways, multiple pairs of glasses. I don't like it. Could you maybe start to conceal some of your underwear so that yes. when and if I see it, on your personal I'm trying to be tidy. Certain... Have you noticed I've cleared up the bedroom? I've kept it tidy for three days. Not really, no. I have. Well, and no. I've made the bed. Don't, forgive I me. I never make the bed. Forgive me for not noticing because I woke up with your phone under my bottom. I'm trying to put it politely rather than cleft between my buttocks. Well, it's going well, isn't it? <laughs> okay, so if I, if I reduce the crudity, our YouTube followers would hate that. They love how silly and crude I am. I don't know why you think that. A few will, and they encourage you. Is it more important what our YouTube followers think than me? Sometimes I wonder. 
I don't mind. I mean, saucy and funny, I love, but crude. I, was say, I think some... most of your humour yeah, with see, your friends is suggestive and saucy. And saucy rude. is 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 lovely, but One I just person's saucy oh is another God. person's crude, though, isn't it? Kevin, no, Kevin, no, no. Kevin but I'm saying what well, you might consider crude for me, I might consider you saucy. know absolutely what the things that I can't stand that you say, and you say them on purpose. So that to me is a kind of. It toughens the skin where you just right. stop even responding to it because it's like that's become what it is. Right. Okay. And so then you just go, okay. Good and like, if I saw somebody talking like that to their partner, I'd just think, really? it's a bit... So what with my hair and my, my humour and my sort of general lack of self-awareness around and routine and management... It doesn't sound like I'm doing a particularly good job at that. Why moment. are you making this now as me just having a go at you? No, no, no. I have said about 25 times, I am just as bad. The bed upstairs is horrendous. Bras hanging everywhere. My contact lens is just flicked out. Eyelashes. You Bits of lot. cotton wool. I've admitted to that as well. Cotton wool with mascara all over. Mm. I Wearing the same, putting on a pair of gym things and then keeping them on all day, even if I haven't exercised. Wearing the same three days. I've said all of that stuff. But all you hear, and this I know will be the same for other people, all you hear is like, so you're saying that I'm this and you're saying that. Classic marriage conversation. Yeah, well, there you go. That's good. That's why it's called How to Stay Married So Far. It's classic. It's classic, isn't it? Classic. We all do it. It's classic. We all do it. We try and have a conversation and then it's reduced down to, oh, you're just saying on this. And it takes all the oxygen out of the conversation. Mm, sorry, I didn't mean to do that. Well, I think this has been quite useful. Identifying the things that we feel in the other. But well, I think what's funny is no magic. <laughs> Pardon? What's funny is both of us know we're not going to be able to keep to whatever. Well, what are we going to keep to? I'm going to, I'm going to make more effort. Anything. I'm going to make more effort to wear nicer things. And I'm going to make sure that I'm shaven on top of it within... Two, no, within every two to three days I have a oh, shave because yeah. I, I don't get that overnight stubble. And I'm getting my hair cut this Wednesday, which is a big thing. And I will guarantee that every two months I'll get it tidied up. <laughs> How about that? How about that? I'm, I'm, I'm putting it on the table. So two months, you guys, as YouTube followers will attest, they'll be able to put a date on when this goes out and two months from here, they'll say haircut mark. Remind me. Yeah? Hello? <laughs> are you still in the room? And what are you going to do? Well, I'm not going to make promises because oh, my whole oh. life I have tried to keep a tidy bedroom and I have a problem with it, as everyone knows. But I'm going to try really hard. Maybe let the bath out when you've used it. Keep um, to keep the bedroom tidy. I'm going to try really hard not to leave bras lying around. I'm going to try really hard to put on nicer stuff and not just put on gym kit and wear it all day. Mm. I'm going to try with all of the things we talked about. I'm going to try, but I'm not going to say that I'm not going to do it because I think. Another thing that happens in marriages is that people make big claims and promises and then nothing is done at all. And then people go... Oh, I don't overpromise unless I want to deliver. And I want to deliver. I hate overpromises and underdeliverers. Whereas what you're doing now is you're underpromising. And yeah. maybe you'll overdeliver. Exactly. Maybe. Because, because I just think as well, it's just that over time, isn't it? It's just so easy to 
to, for these things to slip back. And I think... Well, and also, we are a crisis-laden family. You can hit a week where some crisis happens and it's like, shit. Well, this is these, the other you know, thing that we've hard. spoken about, isn't it? It's like, I get so frustrated with myself when... Something not when sure. when yeah. something can take a turn another mm. way and all self-care goes out the window, I don't mm. do exercise, I don't do all the things I need to do to be a bit saner, I don't um, eat well and do all of that stuff. Or, and I just, and I do see that as a really negative thing for myself and for the relationship because whatever we're doing negatively for ourselves, if you're in a marriage, you're also being doing it negatively for your, for your partner. Mm. So I, I really do recognise that, that um, I'm a much better person to live with when I do take care of myself and when I do do the stuff I know that, 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 mm. that works for me. Um, and I think that when you are in a marriage, you don't really, and sometimes this is a very difficult thing about a marriage, is you don't really have the right to just take your hands off the wheel in the same way that you would if you were single and living I think that's really interesting. It's like, I'm going to hole up for three weeks in here and yeah. eat pizza and be miserable. You can't do that. No, you do have a shared responsibility. That's really stress, stressful. That's almost, you're almost saying that that's the contractual obligation of the legal requirements of marriage. It, I mean, in yeah. a way, though, it is. It's kind of like you're right because we talked about this briefly, I think, in one of our lives recently, and it's like the idea that if you were to suddenly do something so dramatic to your appearance or decide that you want to do it, it's another discussion. You know, do you have the right to completely change your behaviour, your look, well, your think life? Well, it's another discussion. I think it's a discussion within this because if uh, one lets oneself go, for want of a better word, or one simply doesn't care anymore about the way your partner sees you and perceives you, I think that that's, and it's certainly nothing. There's nothing. There's nothing dark going on between us. But I think that it's it's something that we all have to be more attentive to. I want to be more attentive to attentive to it because it doesn't mm. come from a place of me not caring about you or me not caring about myself. It comes from a place of just time does that. Mm. And I think if you were to say we were talking about this on a live this morning, and if I suddenly went, oh God, you know, I really do want a pixie cut. You know, take it all off and I'm going to have a pixie cut. Mm. And you said, now if you said, no, you're bloody not, or not, then I'd, it'd be up yours. But mm. if you said to me, do you know what? It would, I really wouldn't like that. It would really make me sad to see, because I love your hair or whatever. But that, that's a very difficult situation. I, would, I wouldn't do it. Mm. Like if you said to me, I'm going to have a beard. Mm. And I said to you, oh my God, I would hate a beard. And you grew a beard anyway. What would you be saying to me if you but did that? I think that happens. I think that happens. Yeah. It must happen. Because if you I'm grew a beard and like I said if you. you grew a beard and I said I really, really don't like beards, I find them really, really yeah. unattractive and you grew a beard. I'm clearly saying something. That's one of there's it's one of many different things. Either it's like, oh don't be silly and you'll love me yeah. anyway, whatever, which is fine. Or it could be read as you're actually pushing me away from you yeah. because you're doing something to your physicality that mm. I really, really don't like. Yeah. And wasn't there when you struck the deal and signed the contract yeah i mean and it's it's weird isn't it because say if you like you do your joe wicks regularly say if you wanted to go full all out like going to gym getting really really like, yeah, like a croissant, croissant man. i really wouldn't like that right so i can only get but what so would that, uh, no i'm just trying to work that out would that maybe be me being should I not say that? Would I not say that? What I genuinely I... think this is another conversation. 
This is about going alone. I mean, I think there's letting yourself go, and I do think there comes a point in any relationship mm. where if you let yourself go to a certain extent, I think what you've identified in me, I would like to say is I'm always thinking about how I present as a person to you, almost too much to the point that I never relax. I never let myself off the hook. When that trips into my physical appearance and the, the effort, I think unfortunately it is always a manifestation of my internal mm. mental health and my low self-esteem. Mm. And it's less about wanting to say anything to you negative about us because I'm always up for it in that sense and I'm always attracted to you and I'm always all that. But it is a, it's definitely an outward expression of myself. My worry when it, you're not making the effort is that it's about you just, you know, <laughs> you're interested. Well, is that interesting that for me it's that way, but for you it couldn't possibly no, 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 work no, that way? No, no, no. But what you've, got, what, you've got to, what you've got to understand is that for me, as your partner, when you, and it's the same, I'm sure, for you mm. with me, and I will reiterate because people will think I'm just saying this to you. I am just as bad, but in mm. a different way. Mm. Mine is about mine is about a mental health situation in a different way. I have like there's something mm. I just can't focus on. But but with you I see it directly correlate mm. with your depression. So when I see you neglecting yourself as your wife and as with somebody that lives with somebody with mm. a mental health condition and has done our whole marriage mm. That, to me, makes me feel uneasy because I know you're going to get worse mm. and worse because you don't look after yourself. And then that causes a distance. Mm. So it's not just a case of, oh, you're going to look nice. and you. It's not. It's just there's going to be a distance because actually what happens is it's almost like it's almost like you want to make yourself look how you feel mm. and then you can feel justified in feeling rejected or mm, feeling like people true. don't want to be or feeling like... So say I go to hug you and you've got your beard mm. and you mm. say, oh, don't, sorry, I know I haven't mm. shaved. It's like, well, what well, what does all that mean? Well, yeah, mean? the lack of self-care and self-management allows you to become the projected emotion that you're worried yeah. about because it, you've made yeah, it as much of a reality in your body as possible. You can go, there you go, nobody wants to be around me, yeah, there you exactly. go, I'm being a miserable mm. git, there you go, I'm feeling ugly, mm. I am ugly, I'm this I Do you think that. it splits genders? I mean, I do think that, you know, what, as we're describing that process in me, I when I think of just the limited men that I had in my life, like my grandfather and other friends who've been in relationships. I would say that that's quite a common thing with men. I think well, men... Which bit? Well, that they, they let themselves... When they let themselves go in a relationship, of course it might be that they feel the relationship... I mean, the other point we've got to make here is that some people let themselves go when they're deeply unhappy in a relationship. I mean, mm. the relationship might of not course. be working. And I yeah. think we can't ignore And actually, they want the person to yeah. stay away from yeah, yeah, them. Yeah, absolutely. Because they, for whatever reason, they make their skin turn cruel, whatever. Um... No, what I'm saying is I think that, by and large, I think a lot of men do manifest letting themselves go physically. It is an, it's an external manifestation of how they're feeling about themselves. Of course, themselves. and the same with women. It's not just mm. men. I, but I think women more readily have the tools to cover it. Well, women have more pressure yes, to, yes. to look at because because between mm. women, like between other women, mm. you'd be like, oh, why are you just right. wearing that top? Or right. why are you yeah. so... You know, I mean, I feel it just going into work that I'm. everyone always looks so lovely when Christine. they come into work. No, I yeah. don't. I'm a total wreck. Yeah. But I've never really been into clothes. I don't right. really understand clothes. So, yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay, well, look, there you go. That was an intense one, wasn't it? You, yeah. are, you look like you're in a state of shock. 
No, no, I just think it, I just think it's a really interesting it's a really, topic because, it's, a really rich because it's not just simply, it's no. so enmeshed in so many other things. Yeah. And I suppose I'm thinking, because I'm thinking, you know, I have to take action about this, but then I do, I get weary with myself because I think you, you you've, I want a tidy room, but mm. I am the domestic goddess. I try so hard and then it all gets mm. all jumbled up again and then, mm. and it's so fucking frustrating. Or maybe the difficulty is knowing you're having to challenge your own mental health to deal with that. Something that I yeah. fail at sometimes and succeed at, at other times. We're all, you know... It, yeah, I mean, you look at the room and that's not a person with good mental health, the state of my room. No. It's just a different kind of not good mental <laughs> right, health exactly. than you. It's very strange. Yeah. But there is neglect in it. Mm. It is neglectful, you mm. know. And I, I do worry because I think it's not only horrible for you but also for the girls and for everyone because mm. it's like if my mum's room is like that I'd go in there and go Jesus Christ my mother's a nutcase which is what our girls have to think of yeah I think they do but I'm not going to make any promise I'm just going to quietly try and see if I can do better okay sweet all right well look guys if you like that conversation hit a thumbs up somewhere whether you're listening on iTunes Spotify or watching on YouTube um but you all heard him say he's going to be less bloody crude well yeah just a bit. So. Just a bit. Just a bit. I'll try to be more witty. I like saucy and witty, but sometimes it's just, it tips into just being a bit disgusting. Right, and, then okay. I don't, and then I'm your mate or your brother and I'm not your wife. Right, okay. I don't want mates or brothers. <laughs> <laughs>